Hello and welcome to the Soulful Valley podcast, now globally ranked and listened to in more than 30 countries worldwide. If you're a regular listener, thank you for listening and supporting this podcast. If you're new here and don't know me yet, I'm your host, Katie Carey, a disabled entrepreneur, independent publisher of books that matter, and an international best-selling author, and of course, the host of this globally ranked podcast. I help metaphysical coaches and healers gain confidence, clarity, raise their visibility and their credibility, giving them the opportunity to shine their light brighter so that the people they are here to serve can find them. I do this by creating opportunities for them to become best-selling authors in my multi-author and solo book projects. I also offer one-to-one mentorship services to help spiritual business owners find and unlock their limiting beliefs. In this podcast, I'll be sharing wisdom from myself, coaches, authors and energy healers that could be just what you need to transform your life today. You can connect with me via the Contact Katie button at my website at www.soulfulvalley.com. Following the incredible success of our recent book launch with Evolving on Purpose, Mindful Ancestors Paving the Way for Future Generations, which you can now buy on Amazon, wherever you live. Becoming an international bestseller in six countries, Soulful Valley are launching another important book collaboration for 2022. Entangled No More, Women Who Broke Free from Toxic Relationships Building Their Own Empires, is a book to help educate people around the subject of toxic relationships. We will be sharing stories about how we healed beyond toxic relationships in romantic relationships with family members, bosses, friends, the toxic relationship with money, and the most important of all, the toxic relationship with the self. If you are a holistic coach or healer who would like to join us in this book collaboration, and become a best-selling author. You can find more by visiting soulfulvalley.com and click on the page Entangled No More. Tracy lives in the Cotswolds, where she has her own thriving physiotherapy practice. She combines her love of biomechanics and muscle imbalance with Chinese medicine, reflexology and intuition. She is now an international best-selling author. She is currently finishing her MSc at Keele University and is excited to combine her newly acquired knowledge and experience in pain physiology to support her clients even more. When she is not swatting for a deadline, she can be found tending her scruffy but sacred allotment where miracles unfold on a daily basis, as well as cooking or making flavoured gins with some of her produce. You can find Tracy at her website www.physiokinesis.co.uk. Hello and welcome to Soulful Valley, Tracy. Hi, morning, Katie. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. You're so welcome. And Tracy is another one of our authors in the book Evolving on Purpose, Mindful Ancestors Paving the Way for Future Generations, which we are launching on 
Friday at 9am. We're less than three days away now, Tracy. How do you feel about that? Excited, excited. I finally, I think I do a lot of avoiding. And then when there's an, a degree of inevitability in a positive way, I can go with it. But up until that point, it's like I can't hide. I put it in writing. And I'm okay with that, actually. I'm really okay with that. If it helps somebody or makes someone laugh and cry, you know, that's great. It is. It's awesome. And we can connect with people on a deeper level than they can perhaps see on our social social media. Or Because I feel I know Absolutely. you even more now because I've read your chapter. <clears throat> so we already had a connection, Tracy and I, because... I was when I wrote in Intuitive Knowing Her Truth, Tracy's sister was one of the authors in Intuitive Knowing Her Truth. And I've been around you, Tracy, in some of Joanna Hunter's groups as well. So we right. sort of built a bit of a relationship before this has this has happened. I was so grateful when you came into this book. Because for me as well, I've had issues with chronic pain for several years now. So I wanted to I want to know more about you and your work and what you do I'm very keen to to find out and I know that that you're just going to be somebody that's going to help a lot of people so can you I share hope so. you absolutely are and can you share with our audience a little bit about Tracy and your chapter okay so I actually wrote one chapter and then rescinded it it was just too personal it was about my life story, which maybe I will write one day, or maybe it was just so therapeutic seeing it in black and white. So I pulled that away and thought, actually, why don't I write about another aspect of my life? So I'm a chartered physiotherapist, and I have used um, complementary medicine in my practice for forever. I just kind of breathed and weaved it in. And I got a lot of hate for that. Um, and so I tried to hide that aspect. But yet each person, there's a light in them. There's a there's a goodness in them. There's They want to be cared for. And I guess I've sort of imbued that. And um, I've been doing a master's. So I kind of wrote about my journey. I hope I'm answering the question here, Katie. I've written a little bit about why I thought the way I did in the way I did my physio practice and I worked for other people and then it just got a bit intolerable so I um, opened my own practice and I've just been delving deeper really and the master's was kind of a real massive switch in looking at the theory behind some of these spirit practices and the clincher for me was Every communication in your body takes place via an electrical spark of activity called the atom potential. And I, and it just sort of came to me, look, scientists have been working on this for a long, long time, as have spiritual practices. It's the same thing. Mm. Uh, but what I liked was that if it's um, a charge or it's an electricity, we can measure it. And we also know what happens in the disease state, how it changes or the chronic pain state. So if we can measure it when it's healthy and when it's not, then the next step is, well, there must be something out there that bridges that gap without all the side effects of pharmacology. 
the many, many side effects. Yeah, well, I've been down that route and, and definitely yeah, ended, and it, the ended up stopping them more because it, well, it can be okay for chronic, some people, but... Chronic pain has its has its roots in trauma. Absolutely. Whether it's a physio- physical trauma, a mental trauma, an emotional trauma, it has its roots in trauma. And it gets to the point where the brain no longer uh, <clears throat> the brain no longer has a positive effect on the pain state your brain or your your um, emotional sensors if you like and your survival sensors go into overdrive and so you actually create more pain chemical that's pumped out through your body and this tends to be triggered by the brain's perception of um, something dangerous out there. So it's an overprotective function. The base unit, your electrical energy, gets disrupted from the get-go. So I just wanted to somehow bring those two together. So I think there are two aspects. You can do something, or I use something called frequency-specific microcurrent. So that helps to normalize or rebalance the electrical unit side so that works on the physiology and then there's the other side where you've got to do brain training desensitizing um calming the limbic system and structures well that's meditation that's Mm. spiritual practices that's mindfulness there's masses of literature out there on how much mindfulness helps with um the control control of chronic pain um and it's it is about bridging that gap making it accessible for patients do stop me i could talk all day no carry on because i'm quite obviously it's quite a a subject i'm passionate about as well and Um, i I was I i was actually a mindfulness teacher when when my body started started to deteriorate so I sort of I was witnessing what I could see what was going on but it was on such a deep subconscious level so my my conscious mind had changed the way I thought about things I thought I'd let things go but later on I would find when I studied EFT that my body was responding very differently to my conscious mind so it's a very very deep trauma it's so deep and when you've had a traumatic childhood and then things show up in your adult life that this is why relationships they don't work will, of course they will and and obviously we never feel safe do we because we weren't if we weren't safe and we've seen this with with the reaction in the world with the pandemic really if we don't feel safe with our carers our caregivers then how can we feel safe with a government or you know how can we trust anybody mm. basically so it's very very relevant very important so talk on <laughs> I yeah once I get started I think I guess I've been doing working as a physiotherapist on and off for 33 years um and healing and body work and touch um so there's been a big split within physiotherapy I think physiotherapy is my vehicle um and my way in to have a foundation, have a basis, have a place that I start from. But I I would say I definitely move forward. So I would say you've got the base unit, like I said, 
the electrical. Then you have the whole brain retraining and desensitizing, which is a huge commitment on patients' part. And I think the medical model doesn't allow for that. It doesn't really know how to. And there's, there's not enough people doing it. So I think that's where you can weave in the spiritual aspect um, and the physiological changes that can take place in the cells. And one affects the other. Of course, we know this. So in my book chapter, I try not to get, I don't give a lot of sciencey details because I think that can just overwhelm people. So I've sort of planted the seed, if you like, but it spurred me on. I've got a collab set up with um, a wonderful woman in Sweden, which I, I won't talk about yet because we haven't finalised the details. And it's kind of just opened the gateway for me to do what I came here to do. And I think I, that's a huge blessing and I have to thank you for that because if I didn't, I think I'd still be hiding and I'd still not really say it in those very specific ways. So I'm <coughs> grateful for the opportunity. I hope that I can, the whole, whole purpose for me has always been to help people on their journey. That is, I am of service. I serve and that's just and that's fine and dandy with me. And I'm grateful that you took that opportunity in the book because I did keep coming back for you. I did keep coming back to nurture you. Did. I knew you, you were supposed me, to be in this You book. were very <laughs> loving, but very persistent. I knew and you were course. hiding. I knew you. I knew this was for you. And, and I knew you wanted it as well. But the timing, I don't think, was right. And, and of course, the timing changed with the book because... Obviously, we couldn't put the book out there until we filled it with authors. So the deadlines kept on changing. And it was similar for my first book because I said no first. So I also know when people say no, they don't always mean it. <laughs> it just isn't the right time. So I'm, I'm grateful that, uh, that, you, that you came in eventually. Yeah, I think it's paving the way for lots of fun stuff and... I love what I do. I absolutely love it. And I hope that, yeah, I'm absolutely really keen on writing another book. I can't believe it. Have you I, wanted to write in the past? Have you always wanted to write? Is it something that's been niggling at you that you should write? Or, or is that recent? No, no, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it has. I've always kept journals, a journal. I've always kept kind of diaries because I've did a lot of, traveling and lived overseas so I guess I don't know I've had such wild adventures sometimes you can't believe that you actually did it or went through it so and also I'm really ordinary I you know I'm first generation of um immigrant parents so uh I'm an ordinary girl I went to a comprehensive I'm very average but in one sense, no one's average. We all no, have we're some. All, we've all got our gifts, haven't we? And we, we're all, you know, I went to a, a comprehensive. I lived on one of the most difficult council estates in a city in Coventry. I, you know, come from a really difficult background and somewhere that when I was young and I did have these, I had incredible opportunities that were out of this world for somebody that, that lived in the position I lived in. <laughs> it's like, 
And, and then it, it was you um, can't handle it, can it, you? Well, yeah, I couldn't. It's, it's like there's two different worlds, and so you've got your foot in the one world that you've you've got your family and and your roots in, and then you've got your foot in this other world that exists that that you didn't. It's out of reach normally, isn't it? To people like us, shall we say, <laughs> the, the, the normal, ordinary girl. And then you've got everybody else's views around that. But there is so much normality in that other world as well that we put on a pedestal that we think is out of our reach. Uh, absolutely. I mean, I had such a hang up about not going to grammar school. I've only just recently let go of that. Um, so what? I've got. I've only got my dissertation to write up, which is a given. Once you've done your eight modules in your master's, it's been a long slog and I've had many moments where I've wanted to put it down. But actually, the emotional growth that came with that was really what it was for, I think. Just go, oh, there's a part of me that does belong to that world. Because, yeah, like you say, there's these two worlds. You don't feel like you belong your roots pull you back. I remember my aunts, love them. They were almost, they were really closer in age to being sisters. And they were really worried when I went to physiotherapy, college slash uni. They were like, oh, she's going to change. Because I was the first person to be educated on, an, on the next level. And they, and then my nan was totally up for it she was like great and they said she's always Tracy is always going to be the same Tracy she's always going to giggle at her own daftness she's always going to be loving and giving and kind she's never gonna that's who she is and so but yeah they did struggle a little bit they didn't know what to say to me or like my nan was like give her a hug and say hi how's it going kind of thing it was pretty cool. I smiled when you said your nan then because my nan was the one that was there rooting for me. She was the one that uh, after I'd after I'd been um, acting as a teenager, it was easy then because there was there was funding in place, there was uh, support, there was all sorts of things there for me. But when I became an adult, that was gone, and we were a family with no money. <laughs> But my nan, she, she didn't drive, but she would get on a bus with me to get me to auditions to, to, to make sure that I still went for these opportunities. She was just oh. so amazing. And, and I know this woman, my nan, has been supporting me in spirit ever since she left us. And I've had an even bigger um, experience of evidence about that when a few days ago I decided to move back our solar water project to 2022. I was thinking, you know, probably around the time that we launched the next book. But I realised that on the 11th of February 2022 is my nan's 100th birthday. <laughs> it, 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 yeah, yeah, it's funny. Those those times and dates and numbers, they actually, yeah. And look, we're doing this. And isn't it, I mean, I'm not massively into the moon and all of that but I am in some ways because we are in Bali when I lived there everything is governed by the lunar calendar and guess what we're launching with a super super moon um, it's a full moon in Aries Pluto squaring Mars yeah we've got all sorts going on haven't we and and, and for me it's like, a spiritual weekend because it's the weekend my nan my nan passed on the 24th of October I had exactly the same thing where my podcast launched on the 25th of October last year the same 
weekend. <laughs> so much, so much evidence of, uh, of that connection. Tracy, if people want to delve deeper with you on the, on the work that you do once they've read your chapter, where can they come and find you once they've listened to this podcast? Physiokinesis.co.uk. I'm playing around with a name change called Be Well Physio. Oh, Be well, awesome. physio. So, um, but yeah, physiokinesis. Physio meaning natural, normal, kinesis, kinetic, movement, energy. So I like that as well. So we'll see. Beautiful. Is there anything else you want to share while you're here today? For all of those people who are struggling with trauma, um, whether it manifests mentally, emotionally, physically, just trust somewhere in you has the answers and somewhere in you if you ask those questions you will be led to someone that can help you I'm not the only person but I would say that we have been disempowered I feel on some levels on quite a few levels and you have to go within you and ask the questions what can I do how can I help towards this and by instead of outwardly I want a pill what are you going to do demanding on in that out level actually go within because some of the answers you have yourself and I ask all my clients with complex history to do this is to write me a timeline and they're like what do you want that for <laughs> they don't all say it like that but um, and then you start to see this pattern of trauma, like I, I say, big life events, big traumas. And you start to see their physiology and their patterns, both mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. And that can really be an eye opener. So I would say, in short, trust yourself, do some meditation and breathing, maybe even some really light yoga. And notice go within notice what's happening to parts of your body because breath is everything and do you know what love love yourself somewhere you're not loving yourself enough and you are betraying your own boundaries and you are angry or you're expecting answers from other people that actually you could answer yourself I hope that was helpful. It absolutely is. And, and that your body is often screaming at you because, because it doesn't resonate with whatever it is that you're doing. And I, I've and certainly witnessed that. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I know that my, a lot of my issues started with the gut because I was diagnosed with IBS in my 20s, early 20s. So for 30 years, that was uh, hovering around. And IBS is like a dustbin. It doesn't really mean anything, but it lets, you know, the, 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 the system that really gets battered with stress is the digestion. And I would say in the West, it's the thing we take the least notice of until, you know, we just until not causes us we the don't talk about and poop and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, whereas actually it's key to health. And maybe that comes in my next chapter. And actually, Western doctors have written about this. So it's not just an Eastern philosophy. Western doctors have written about this. But again, health news, it's not about what we can do for ourselves. It's always about pointing us to looking outward. The answers are all there. We just have to ask questions. Amen. Beautiful. Thank you so much for coming in today, Tracy. 
you. So yeah, thank you. I've loved it. As I said, I once you get me to open my gob, I will just talk. I hope I haven't talked at you too much. I hope oh, that was no. useful for some people. It was awesome. Thank um, you so much. And, and keep on talking. Lovely. Keep on sharing. We need this kind and of I'd wisdom. And I'd be happy to, to <laughs> do a podcast on chronic pain and a little deeper into that process. Well, we'll, we'll do an episode have, just about a worksheet to go with it. Beautiful. That's helpful. Thank you. Yes, very. We'd love, love that. To. Okay. Especially when you're coming Look. from a spiritual, spiritually connected with that as well. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Bye for now. Okay. Bye. Thank you. So ask yourself, is this for me? Give yourself some memories. Learn to trust your intuition now. Thanks for listening to the Soulful Valley podcast. I trust that you will have heard something today that you were ready to hear, and that it's made you feel a little lighter, more aligned and connected with your soul's purpose, and you have been reminded of who you really are, and the true nature of the power that you hold within you. My aim for this podcast is to bring love, light, wisdom, raise consciousness and ease suffering. If you've enjoyed the show, go back and listen to some of the back catalogue of previous episodes. Subscribe, follow, rate and review so that you're notified when new episodes drop in and share this podcast with anyone that you think it may help to listen to. You can connect with me at soulfulvalley.com and if you scroll to the bottom of the website, there are links to my social media platforms.